is get valiant. Yes, that's right. Get valiant. Two hundred. A big two hundred. So good that we got feedback. What's I thought happening? I had it paused. You know, trying to look open at that. The, the YouTube and the all this other bullshit. I thought I had it paused. Oh, my bad. What, what what's that episode today? It's the big two hundred. You know, big. Uh, we finally did it. We finally got to this momentous occasion. You know. Yeah, I mean, uh, despite uh, COVID having us go down like one episode a month and sometimes zero and sometimes one book a month and sometimes two books and then sometimes yeah we we, we made it um yeah. last yeah last 22 months have been shit but we got yeah. it so. you know um we'll, we'll get into a little bit of that stuff later but I, I was just thinking like if it wouldn't have been for um greg katzman i, don't, I think it would have taken us a lot longer because he kept doing like those like superhero of the week things it's like what you know talk about um yeah. the best stories so it's like yeah there was a lot of times we didn't even get a chance to even talk about books but that dude uh he we, we always joked that he's like the the silent partner of get valiant but he, yeah. he really kept us going with content so thanks. you know what i want i want to give credit that i think that was emily right emily was uh doing the marketing on that a lot with the valiant hero of the week um, was it emily yeah before yeah. emily kind of left a little bit um, but I think, yeah, that was, that's, that's to both of them. Really. They were both kind of running that a lot. So yeah, that, and that I mean, I there's a lot of, I mean, in, in truth, we could, there's a lot of people we could think about, you know, like Matt, uh, Matt Klein and Emily. That, that's and, exactly where I was going to is just kind of running down, you know, getting 200, nice. getting yeah. 200, what, like come back to, you know, Hunter Gorenson, right? Like really kind of getting the marketing going with get valiant. I know Hunter helped get with uh hoodoo TV. Um, that was pre Hoosier with Get Valiant, but you know that that first uh, rendition of the 2012 team. Yeah, you know, you know, I think for us it might have been um, we piggy Eric and I piggybacked off of Outright Geekery's website, um, mm -hmm. and we are both reviewers, uh, writing reviewers. So we we always got the copy every month. But then when I met Dinesh at Emerald City, I want to say like in 2014 or 15, like he really helped us kind of do some more, you know, like he was really um, positive about what we were doing, you know, mm -hmm. <laughs> um, I've, I've always said, if you ever meet Dinesh at a show, he'll act like you're the person that um, he's excited to meet and not the other way around. Even though you're like, you're like oh, Dinesh, like you made Valiant, you do bad idea. He would treat you the other, the exact opposite way where you, he would make it a big deal uh, out of you. Cause that's how he, that's what I got out of it. You yeah. Know, he took me around and introduced me to everybody at their booth. And Robert mm -hmm. Diddy was there. He, he introduced me to Robert, and Robert signed a gold that we gave away on the air. And, uh, you know, I mean, you know, if it wasn't for Dinesh, even, you know, like who knows where those things go? Because I think sometimes it's great to see the company kind of like back us a little bit or support what we do. <clears throat> and I thought that very much today when they, they tweeted out that we were doing our 200th episode, um, that felt good, you know, because you just never know sometimes how you know, the comic book company feels about a couple dudes just running their mouths. So, yeah, I mean, especially because we're we give truth and, you know, we kind of try to give it an even kill. And, uh, you know, but actually that's embraced, you know, guys like a Greg who's like, you know, hey, thanks for honest feedback. And, you know, and that's where we try to be fair with it, too. So I think that's kind of one of the things that I've always appreciated that we've done is, 
you know, call it, call it what it is. Um, you know, we are fans. We are homers of Valiant. So oh, yeah. we do lean on the, the side of liking things. Yeah. Um, but yeah, there is that. And it's been that case. So I, I definitely agree with you there that it's been really good with those. And then, I mean, you just think about the people with get Valiant. Um, you know, I might overlap some hoodoo stuff, but you look at some of the, the fun people we've had to interview with Dinesh, with Katzman, with Matthew Klein, Robert Myers, who I got to see at Emerald City. It was great seeing Robert. Um, you know, Emily, um, Josh Dysart, Kevin Josh, Hook, Dan Abnett, you know, uh, Elliot Ray Hall, you know, the uh, Bat in the Sun, you know. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. Sierra Foster and uh, Sean Kevin and Porter. Kevin Porter, yeah. I mean, just some really awesome people mm. along the way that we've really got to meet and uh, enjoy. So I think that's yeah. some of the fun things about doing that. Some of the perks, right? Yeah. Some of the and, perks. I, you know, and I think like the pandemic has made that part a little hard yeah. because we used to do interviews quite a bit. And we haven't done any for quite a while, you know, I mean, probably not since like Matthew Klein was on or uh, actually, no, I'll take that back. Colin Bunn, which I didn't make ah. it out for. Oh yes. That was a good one. <laughs> and, and, you know, and we've also liked having the other Valiant podcasts on too, because, you know, we all, we all love this uh, community. We love the people that take part in it. And I like those podcasts too, you know? So it's yeah. like, you know, we might do this one. I'm going to turn around and listen to those other ones too. So it's yeah. like, I'm, I, you know, I'm glad that we, uh, I'm glad things have gone the, the way they have, you know, and uh, maybe once we can all get a little more convention appearances under our belts again, we can get back to doing the, the interviews because I mean, I used to set up a lot of them just trying to go to shows. I haven't been anywhere for like two years. So we haven't really done any, I haven't, haven't done a whole lot unless um, they got set up for us by Valiant. Oh, and speaking of it, right. Um, you know, podcast, we're, we're not that good because at least Valiant Watch gets promoted and gets hired on with Valiant. So Nick <laughs> over there. What's so, my mean, job? So, so my, what's our job at? Come on. So, I mean, we've, we've been the C team of this, so we're okay with that. We'll be the freshman team. Yeah, man, I like to think we're at least the B team. I mean, we've been around five <laughs> plus years. Come on. We're, we're, we're just not, outlasting. We're, no, we're just outlasting. That's all it is. <laughs> yeah. we, we, we're just too stupid to quit. <laughs> yep but you know, all the way around and then then there's the, those that watch man so we got plenty that have been on with the podcast uh friends uh that have come about you know a couple of them on like right now we got good old uh todd yes i name dropped you todd how do you like me now um then we got you know the fun ones with uh with scott bloom and jay yep so and then, you know, who else? Like, dude, name it a lot. We've had a lot. So, uh, J-Rob, you know, just and, – and sadly right now, we don't have Eric with us right now. Yeah, you know, and we haven't had Eric for a while. And I think, like, really the only thing we can really say about it is that, like, Eric's living the best Eric life right now. Yeah. He's, he's gone through some – he's had some changes in his personal life. And I don't think he's, like, sitting around – being miserable. I think he's out actually like having fun. And, uh, yeah, the, you know, we could never, Eric, I've been bugging Eric for years to meet up at a convention. Hoosier, when Hoosier came on here and we all become like really good friends, we bugged him all the time. Meet us at Emerald city. Meet us here. Nothing. Dude. Well, now freaking C2E2. It's closer to you. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and so like, I know he just went to Vegas for like a, one of those playable card game conventions. I mean, he's having a lot of fun. He's he's yeah. trying to have the best life he can. He's just trying to do things that aren't comic related. So, you know, if he comes back, he does. 
If not, hey, I hope you guys enjoyed having him on because he was he's a good friend of ours. And, uh, you know, he's the guy who came to me and was like, hey, we should start a podcast about Valiant. So, uh, you know, wherever he's at, I hope he's having fun. Exactly. We love you, Eric. You're the man. Mm-hmm. Um and yeah, and so yeah, Eric's been kind of out out MIA for a while. He's always got a home, um, but life gets in the way sometimes and kind of affects the schedules. But we're still here for two hundred. We are. You you mentioned something really cool um, in some of the chats about uh, potentially something towards the end of the episode. Well, you know, we do these episodes like this where like it's a big occasion. And we got to give something away, <laughs> you know. And uh, I thought at first, I I had recently done the the uh, Valiant Groupies thing. And let me tell you, they sent me a box of stuff. Not Valiant, but whoever does their store. And it was pretty underwhelming. A lot of stuff that didn't fit me. So I was like, oh, I'll just give all this stuff away, you know. But then something fell on my lap. And I was like, you know what? I'm going to get rid of that. And so I recently acquired a Harbinger metal cover pretty big variant, you know, yes. the book. So for 200 at the end of it, you know, we'll give one away. So if there's just a few of you guys in the, in the, in the chat, Hey, your chances are that good. So uh, stick around and then uh, yep. we'll do that. Yep. So as long as you live in the continental United States, unless Josh has uh and you know what? I may just, I don't know what I'm giving away, but I might get somebody like a priority mail box filled with some of some knickknacks that I got along the side. Well, and I, I, I brought the box out that I had that had the other stuff in it. The the metal books in a short box in my uh, our, uh, Archer's room, my three-year-olds. So uh, I have it right. I have one too, but it's the only metal I have. So I'm keeping it. It's right there. I could grab it, but it's right there. Right it's there. Somewhere. Right there. This way up. Over there, Somewhere over there, but yeah, so definitely uh, clue yourself in, get get in, and uh, jump in because there might be some fun things to give away that we will have there. So cool, and uh, lots of news, you know. Uh, make sure you put in your chat if you want to get on this giveaway, and uh, you know, and let us know. So we've got David here too. So David logging in from Wyoming. So David, thanks for making it in on the chat today. Um, and then, you know, there's been a lot going on, but not a whole lot of Valiant news besides uh, Shadow Man 5 coming soon. Very soon. And I've, I haven't read it yet. Valiant was nice enough to send it to us early, but uh, I haven't read it yet. So we'll just see when it actually comes out. So it's a little bit more fresh in my mind. The preview pages look great, though. Um, but, yeah, I, I just haven't – I can't do it. I can't look at it yet. I feel like that's what Eric always would do. And then I'd be like, no, I got to read everything like two months in advance. And so now I'm like, oh, I can't read it yet. I don't know what. Damn you, Eric. (laughs) (laughs) And then uh, whoever's on Facebook, if you could put your name in there for some reason, it's not pulling up your name in the the streaming site that we use here. Put that in there so I can make sure you're in there as well. Hopefully that pulled out to whoever that is. So yeah, go ahead and put your name in, in that comment for me would help. Um, but yeah, there's uh, there's that. I couple pages of it. The book that we got didn't have any color, um, but the art I could say the the inks and the the line work 
um, look great. The pencils. They do. So, yep. Yep. And uh, oh, I can't remember uh, Andreo, Pedro Andreo. Is that yeah. who? From Bloodshot, Bloodshot Rising Spirit artist. Yep. Uh, not, no, not Rising Spirit. Bloodshot. <laughs> oh gosh, my mind's already a blank. Um, but the last Bloodshot series, he was the artist toward the end of it, and he did great work on that book. And his Shadow Man pages look even better. Yeah, they do look pretty damn phenomenal. So um, I think it's actually really fitting within within that book. So yeah, yeah. So yep, yep. And so and so whoever that is, that that's me. <laughs> Let me know who your name is, um, or I'll just put that's me, and then it'll go to me, and Josh will send it to me. Damn it. That would be very easy, you know? Yep, I'm putting that's me. So so maybe I get that person's stuff. <laughs> um, but, dude, yeah, so there's not much, but I think let's uh, – okay, Tim Ford. Thank you, Tim. Um, that helps. And uh, we'll get that in there and go from there. Yeah, so, you know, we'll, we'll do our, our reviews like we normally do, and then uh, we'll just do the giveaway real quick and – Call it a night, and I'll try it now. And anything that I send out, I'll try to get out so that it's to you before Christmas. So too kind, too kind. Put it under your tree. But before we get any further, let's do a little bit of something we have to do. That is a spoiler alert, spoiler warning. We're going to talk about Exo Man of War number two. So if you haven't read it. And you don't want to be spoiled. <laughs> Pause it, read it, come back and join us later. So, spoiler. but you had plenty of time to read it, so I hope you did. I hope you guys did. So, you know, as I like to do, is give a little credit to whoever did the uh, the the talent, whoever's getting the the work done. Dennis Hopeless's writer, penciler Emilio Lasso with Jim Toe, uh, Raphael Forte and Jim Toe on color on inks, and then Ruth Redman on colors. Hassan Ostami Alu did letters who Hassan does some great letters. He's doing so much work on like everything Valiant and almost every other book I read right now too. It seems like, and I think he does panel by panel also, which is like a digital magazine. He's a talented dude. Very much. And busy as hell. Uh, Raza did the, the a cover variant covers by Christian Deuce, Dave Johnson, and then editor, Audrey Meeker and editor Rob Levin. So yeah, good creators on it, and then uh, some pretty cool covers as well. I think that's one thing that I could say I've really kind of enjoyed was uh, the covers look to be pretty darn uh, done well the last couple books. Yeah, um, I only have the A cover on this one. I've, I've found that I moved my my pull list over to another shop because I couldn't get the pre-order edition covers, and now I'm back in the same boat at that shop. I can't get the pre-order edition e- either. So, oh, dude, it's never easy. <laughs> yeah, but um, yeah, great covers on this one. All about and we and we've been talking about that for like the last couple of months. Like something has happened where all the covers have just really been great. Uh, love seeing a Dave Johnson cover. I'm a big fan of his artwork. And you know what? That's probably that's not not even one of Dave's best works either. Oh, I think no. Dave Dave does some amazing art. And uh, yeah, man, he I bet he's probably done like. 20, 30 covers easily for, for Valiant. Yeah. So, I mean, like, it's good to see that, you know, there's still some in the system, that, you know, but like, yeah, there's, I mean, like, as far as like that, they go, he's, he's done better work. Yep. 
So you want to get into this story of where we're at with uh, with Arik and uh, Shanhara and Troy Whitaker and the little boy. Little boy um, Desmond. Yeah. Desmond. Yep. Yeah. So, and in fact, this issue is mostly the Desmond and Shanhara show. Right. So we just had the big green nanite storm thing uh, burst on the scene last issue. And uh, it seemingly took out Exo Man War and Shanhara. This issue kind of is the big ex explanation of everything, you know. So if you reckon back, to, I think it was issue five when we saw Shanhara represented in like a human form. She looked a lot like Livewire even. Yeah. And I thought it was kind of weird if we weren't going to get anything else about it. And then we did with this issue where, again, like Sean Hart and, and Desmond, this little 13-year-old kid, um, kind of explain everything that's happened. Like Sean Hart kind of reveals all of, her, all of her cards to this kid while at the same time trying to find out where Arik is. And at the same time, you find out how much she knows about Troy Whitaker's little uh, – his little side of this whole thing. You know, he's responsible for everything else, so – it seems like his him trying to copy Shanahara just didn't quite have the same effects. All he could really do is kind of lock her up of sorts. But uh, then you go into like some of these real world that things where Troy Whitaker's kind of uh, putting everybody in line and teach them things and do some other weird stuff. Um, I don't know too much about that part. It didn't seem like that part was fleshed out enough for me to really understand too much. Yeah, it, it, I mean, it really is just, you know, trying to decode decode um, Shanhara and basically copy the code over. And so it, it was, oh, man. Yeah, I, I think exactly what you said with the plot is what it is. Um, and, and I think I've kind of put my thumb on where I feel about it, that this story is a plot story. And it's it's so heavy on plot and very lacking on character. It's letting the plot kind of just take over everything and everything are pieces to the plot versus the character. And that's why I feel like characters don't have their normal voices that I have seen with, with Arik in the past. feels like Desmond is just a plot ploy like piece there, like was thrown in as this, okay, you're watching this kid and it was needed to be a plot ploy. And holy Nikes, Eric's here. So, yes! so number 200. Thank you for making it, Eric. But yeah, I, I feel like it's plot ploy, and I, I don't feel like it's within the or you know within the characters. So, um, and that's where a lot of it feels. And so when I think about that, like plot may be pretty good on this story, and I think that. But that's where I could see where it's missing. It doesn't sound like them. So. Yeah, I I thought that having like the little boy, kind of be like the side piece to Shanhara was a really weird touch. Mm -hmm. Um. But I also think like you're, we're wrapping up the storyline on an issue nine, so there's things that have to get moved into motion a little bit faster than probably normal, and uh, you know, I mean, it is what it is. At the very end of this, I thought was like the thing I thought in a way we had seen since issue one, which is basically like you know we we finally see like the final form of Troy Whitaker. He's got his own little weird looking exosuit. Um, yeah, this 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 story can't be over soon enough. I kind of feel just because it's. I feel like from like day one you knew he was gonna be the bad guy, and mm -hmm. they kind of, they kind of fool you a little bit with it. Dennis hopeless the story just kind of makes you feel like okay maybe he's good maybe he's just like a really eccentric billionaire guy 
But no, <laughs> he just kind of knew he was bad. Yep. And I like that you get to see this kid ponder his orb a little bit right here, you know, with his blue. <laughs> Amazon Echo Ball. Well, have you seen that meme that's popped up, Hoosier? I think I made it. I, I, I know Eric has. I'm very <laughs> well familiar with ponder the orb. Which yeah, one? his orb. Oh, no, I haven't seen it. <laughs> it's a great meme. Nice. Yeah, it is. Nice. His blue orbs. <laughs> Uh, good stuff. Yeah, Eric, what do you think about this epi- this issue? Oh, man, guys. So I'm going to be fully transparent and honest with you guys. I have not read a comic book in so long. Uh, I did I did say at the beginning that you've been living the best life right yes. now. Yeah, I don't know about best life, but I've been living a life. Well, good. I don't know how, how deep we want to get into life updates, but... Life has been absolutely insane for me. You know, um, if you have like a daily journal that you could go back and start with, you know, maybe back in like May or June, you just kind of <laughs> take me through every day, dude. Like, yeah. just all right, day one. <laughs> um, yeah. No, life's just been crazy. Um, I just, it's taken me a lot of different directions. Um, but, um, Honestly, the there are there are two really big reasons I wanted to hop on. I don't want to totally derail everything. So oh, you're good, man. You get to have as much time as you want. So um two big reasons I wanted to hop on and chat with you guys. Number one, like um, you know, I really need to keep up on comic books, especially Valiant. Um Valiant has consistently I know you guys talking about um this uh last issue of XO. I'm not surprised with the stuff that I'm I'm hearing from you guys. You know, it seems like some of the things that we saw coming from the very beginning have come true with the crazy billionaire having his own agenda and all that. And still kind of in this weird spot with the kid and the, and Shanhara and like, whatever, I don't know. Um, I'm hearing a lot of good things about Harbinger. I really need to hop on that and, you know, um, get reading it. And, um, but speaking of Harbinger, one of the reasons I wanted to hop on is I have gotten so much from Valiant, from, the Valiant community from you guys. And um, I do want to, as part of ish, or, uh, episode number 200, um, I'd like to give this away Ooh. to someone. This is the uh, metal variant of Harbinger number one. I feel like um, I'm insanely grateful to have had the opportunity to possess one, but I think that it would make me feel even better to be able to send it to um you know send it to another fan who's maybe a little bit more active in the community um so uh definitely people go ahead and throw your throw your name in the chat if that's something that you're interested in if you'd like to get a free copy of harbinger i'll pay to ship it to you i'll make sure it's nice and secure so there's no damage to it or anything like that um we'll get it out to you and um hopefully uh give it to a, a happy home um so we're going to give away two of those things tonight? Damn. We're going to give away two of them. Two and then a basically blind blind box that I'm going to be putting together. So, And, and it won't suck. may not be a metal <laughs> cover, but it won't suck. <laughs> That's awesome. I, 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 one of the great things that I love about, you know, both of you guys and the Valley fandom in general is that, you know, I feel like everybody is so – um, appreciative of the community and willing to give back to the community in whatever ways we can. And that's something that I want to do. 
Um, you know, because I, I definitely, like I said, I think that there are other people who would enjoy having this cover and maybe didn't have an opportunity to get one. And um, I'd like to, you know, provide that opportunity for somebody. I think that'd be awesome. Um, the other thing that I, I do want to say, and uh, I definitely don't want to put a damper on anything. I think this is an amazing milestone that the podcast has reached getting to 200 episodes. Um, but, you know, people probably have noticed I've not been around much lately. And with me hopping on here and saying I haven't been reading comic books, I've been, you know, life has taken me in a different direction. It's probably not going to come as a huge surprise that um, I have made the decision that I'm probably going to indefinitely step away from the podcast. Um, I think that both Hoosier and Josh are amazingly capable of keeping this thing going to 300 episodes and beyond and continuing to provide awesome content for you know fans of the valiant um brand and um you know i hopefully i'll i'll still be able to join from time to time and um you know talk about things whenever uh you know something big drops i'm sure whenever the next um bloodshot book drops i'm gonna go rabid and have to have an outlet to talk about it but um you know i just want to thank everybody who has supported uh get valiant um from you know, five plus years ago when Josh and I started uh, losing episodes and re-recording them. <laughs> I know, um, this should have been like episode 220. Like Eric's computer ate like so many of them. Oh, uh, it was terrible. And I'm sure it was all my fault. So, um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I, it's been an amazing experience to have started this and um, with Josh, obviously, and be a part of the Valiant fan community. And, um, you know, the support that we've gotten, not only from other people in the community has been amazing, but, um, you know, people like Greg at Valiant, um, past staff members who have taken time out of their busy schedules to come and chat with us, creators who've taken times out of their insanely busy schedules to come and chat with us. We've had people like Kevin Van Hook and Dinesh and, you know, just people who are, who are legends in the Valiant um, legacy you know, come and, and take the time to, to talk with us. And that is something I, I am insanely grateful for having had that experience. And the fact that this podcast and the work that Josh and, and Hoosier have put into it have, you know, been what, what made it possible for those things to become a reality. So again, you know, huge thank you to Valium, huge thank you to the community, and especially a massive thank you to both of you guys. And the thing about it too is like, you know, not only have you guys been, such a huge resource for the podcast but you know i have been going through a lot in my life in the last year um um two years but especially here recently in 2021 i've gone through some major changes and you know both of you have been there for me every single time i've ever reached out i'm not the best at reaching out but every single time i have needed anything asked for anything and just needed somebody to, to listen to me rant or vent or whatever you guys have never ever done anything other than be a hundred percent present and there for me as a friend. So I can't thank you enough for that. Heck yeah. It'd be nine ninety nine an hour. So just send a check or two. <laughs> hey, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie. There was a small part of me that was like hoping that jo that Hoosier was gonna hit the spoiler alert on your like point number two. <laughs> Oh, damn. That would have been phenomenal. Honestly. I don't even know how to even follow any of that up that you said, man. That was like the best talk in this podcast I've seen in a long time, man. And, uh, you know, if you're not, I mean, I'm glad you got on. Oh, you dick. 
<laughs> I have to change who No, but you know, like, <laughs> but like for real though, you know, like I'm, you know, I, I said earlier, I was like, you know, we started this thing being just two, the two valiant fans at RA Geekery. Yeah. And, uh, Man, you know, 200 episodes is, is incredible. And I know we were in the middle of reviewing a book, but now we got to take a break from that. Yeah. But, uh, you know, I just think, like, you know, you're a part of this no matter what. Even if you walk away, you know, I feel like you still have to be – if you ever want to come back on, you know, you're just like, you're, you're welcome, you're family, you know. You're like that old dude at a frat that whenever like a party happens, he could come over and just be like, who's that? That's the dude on the couch, you know? That like, dude's a legacy. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's you. Hey, all I know is I just got compared to Stephen Wright, and that's amazing in my book. <laughs> yeah, you're like the guy on the couch. <laughs> yeah. That dude's amazing. Um, plus, you know, I mean, let's face it. You are like the biggest Bloodshot fan there is, you know? So... Yeah, all my bloodshot stuff up still. Like I haven't been on an episode in a while, but you best believe I got all my bloodshot stuff out. Um, I know people can't see a lot of this stuff, but honestly, man, like some of the memories involved. Like um, I don't know if you can see down here, uh, an Can Eternal wait, Warrior yeah. number four that I got signed by Kevin Van Hook. That's phenomenal to me. This um, carbon fiber bloodshot number one that I got. That's the one you're giving away. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I got a great memory of that one meeting Tim Seeley and um, having him sign that, and same as the uh, the Virgin Black and White uh, variant there, and then of course this um, Bloodshot number twenty five Brian uh, Hitch variant that uh, was like, the most difficult comic for me to find ever. Um, I can't tell you how hard I had to search for that and then how hard when I found someone who had it and didn't want to sell it, how much time it took me to annoy him and wear him down to the point that he finally sold it to me. Um, I know yeah. I still need to get one. And I remember for the longest time there was like a, there was a graded copy like 9.2 or something like that. And I was like, Oh, I just don't want to buy a graded copy. And I'm just like, why the hell didn't I buy it? These books don't even exist. They're so rare. You know, the old books, yeah. they just don't exist. Yeah. Still gotta get that DMG though. What? Still gotta get the 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 Chinese DMG. Oh, why would you remind me of that? <laughs> I, I feel like you're okay if you don't have that one, you know. <laughs> yeah. But because I feel like the the thing is with those books, like they're they're a total sham, you know. It was like mm -hmm. those things first popped up, it's like, oh, there's only like four copies. And then there's like always a copy every month on eBay. So it's like, eh, I think there's more than four. Right. You know? Someone's just pulling no. our dicks. There's there's a couple of Bloodshot USA copies actually. If we're really going to get down to it, that are that are the ones that are the thorns in my side. Um, you don't have all those. There's Bloodshot USA number three and four. The one in fifty variants are both impossible to find. Don't have Let's them. Yeah. <laughs> After or, I get uh, my copies, I'll I'll let you know. Yeah, yeah. If you ever find two copies of each of them, you'll let me know. Hey, I, I'm always really happy, even though this like sucked for me, like, because I know you have every issue of uh, Bloodshot Reborn, and uh, I could have had one of those books, those really hard to find books from uh, New York Comic Con, and for whatever reason, I was just like, no, just give it to Eric. <laughs> it's true. Yeah, it's I should have just kept it for myself, but no, probably should have. Although yeah. I've, I've never seen it, and I've never seen that either on on eBay. I probably would have burst out in tears. 
<laughs> if I didn't get that, and I would have never forgiven you. But oh <laughs> uh, no, man! I'm holding, I'm holding out hope that I'll just get a full run of Shadow Man at some point. I think that's the link. Like I, I could find all those books. I just can't afford them all, but they exist. At least they're out there. Because yeah, yeah, some of those old Bloodshot, well, old as in early VEI, some of those are so difficult to find. Yeah, I, I feel like it's just like somebody's got like fifty copies of their house. I, I, I can name them. a single person off the top of my head that I guarantee has at least five of each of them. Yeah, I think we know the same person. Yeah. <laughs> yep. Yeah, if you want your name in the for the drawing tonight, whichever channel you're on watching us or listening, uh, throw it Put in. It in there. You'll get more. I'll also throw in a couple more items other than just a book since John is going to do that. Yeah, I might be able to scrounge up something as well, but the main portion of my giveaway would be the Harbinger Metal variant. Um, yeah. You can give away some of your cards. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I might send uh, Scott Bloom a, vig uh, a digital copy of that um, metal cover. So. An NFT? <laughs> yeah, I'm going to give him a, metal, uh, a digital copy. <laughs> Ours is good for the environment, though. Can I just Can I just withdraw my random giveaway and just send this to Scott? That's it. Wait, the book? Yeah. If you want. Oh. Uh. <laughs> we got it. Yeah. Dude, Eric, no. glad you made it on. Glad you're here. Yeah. I just wanted to come and hang out and, you know, just um, I know I've talked to you guys for a little bit about the changes I've been going through and everything and um, try kind of taking my life in a different direction. And I um, just wanted to. Um, I guess uh, at your guys' prodding, um, do the you know uh, the right thing and, and let people know uh, that that is a decision that I unfortunately come to. And um, yeah, so I don't know. I don't want to keep you guys from um, you know the, the conversation that you're having. I'm sorry that I interrupted. Um, no, you're here, man. So, but I don't unfortunately at this moment have a whole lot of uh, constructive um, conversation to add. Um, but I just wanted to stop by again. I legitimately almost teared up as I was talking earlier. Um, this is kind of emotional for me. And, um, I really, I, I love both of you guys. Um, I love the place that I've had in the, the Valiant fan community. Um, the support that we've gotten as a podcast, the support people have shown to Valiant, the support we've gotten from Valiant as a company and, um, some of the individuals there, especially, um, I know I already said his name, but I think Greg doesn't deserve or doesn't get enough credit. I almost said doesn't deserve enough credit, and that's not right. He doesn't get enough credit. Um, I think he does a lot for the company and for the fans, and maybe not everybody sees it, but he's he works pretty hard and does a lot. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad you didn't cry just because I'm not there to give you a hug, man. <laughs> uh, virtual, virtual. Yeah, just virtual hugs. I got a hug in a bottle, so we're good. <laughs> we'll um, put it in your Mountain Dew bottle and rock out. You best believe, man. What do you think I got sitting right over here? <laughs> <laughs> we've done this before. Yeah, man. We've all down been down this road. No, um, I don't know. I, I'm I'm I don't want to keep you guys from the conversation you're having. Um, um, but I definitely would like to come back from time to time. Like I said, as soon as the next bloodshot hits, you know that I'm going to have to be here um, chatting with you guys about it and um, geeking out. 
on whatever the whatever that ends up being. Um, you know, sometime next year. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, I can't wait for that. Um, you know, and hopefully we get some more. You know, um, Valiant and other media as well. And as that progresses, you know, we can hopefully have conversations about those things as well. And I also look forward to hopefully um, continuing uh, the awesome friendship that I've had with both of you and other members of the Valiant community, regardless of my level of involvement in the podcast. Hell yeah. You know, like, I think that's one of the things that like, someone would have had to have said it. I feel like with this episode, it's just like, you know, there's so many people I know that we're actually just podcasters with Valiant. You know, like the dudes who did like Valiant Central or only the Valiant or Valiant Watch and um, or even just like people that we knew from the other pages, you know, and, I, and there's so many of them that like they're not doing podcasts or they're not doing reviews that I talk to all the time. You know, like it, Valiant became like such a crazy friendship, you know, just because of like all those kind of things. The Valiant family for sure. Absolutely. Well, I love both of you guys, and I uh, hope that we have a conversation soon. If you ever get, you guys ever want to hang out digitally, I'm I'm more than down. I'm down. I'm always down. Let's do it. So. Yep. And of course, you're welcome to stay on. You know. Yeah. yeah. We have to mute you the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna be nothing but spoilers for when I finally do catch up. <laughs> no. Uh, no. I'm gonna stop by, make my, uh, make my little announcement, and um, let you know that I am gonna be giving this book away. So as long as people get their names in that giveaway, um, you guys let me know who ends up getting this copy of Harbinger. Um, I'll try to see if I can find something else to sweeten the pot as well when I ship it out and uh, we'll get it off to uh, some deserving fan out there. There's got to be one out there. There's got to be. So hopefully. So. All right. Well, I love you guys and you take care. All right, man. We love you too. We'll see you soon. Stay valiant, everybody. <laughs> That's right. See ya. So anyway, Exo <laughs> War, huh? Exo Mana freaking war. Uh, you know, okay. let's just grade it. Let's just give well, the no, score. I do want to bring up one thing. What do, was your thought about the kind of like move in of uh, of Jim Toe in in this book with the art? Um, it's all right. You know, I mean, like I could just see the the art change. You know, but at the same time, I feel like it was mostly just like in the back the like backstory though. Wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. It was. Well, I mean, like that's it's, it it's like totally it that it's totally that um thing that Valiant does from time to time, where it's like main artist pushes the story, and then they're like, oh, you know, what? we brought in Doug ba Braithwaite, we brought in Juan Jose Reap. They're gonna retell like the thing that you don't know about that we need to explain. Yeah. So I mean, like it's okay. It's good to see Jim Toe again. I mean, he was working on Doctor Tomorrow last I remember. Yep. And we we like that book here. Yep. So uh, glad to see he's still around. And uh, yeah, no, it was all right. I mean, I like the fact that Sean Hara looks kind of like Livewire. I do want to say that. I, I like it and I don't like it. You know what I mean? Because like it does, it might make it confusing. Just kind of the the extreme of the looks, right? 
but that one might be a good story down the way of you know since Livewire jumped in the cost and in the Shanhara suit, maybe that was one of the things that's being projected, right? Is yeah. like, hey, I met Livewire and that's why I want to resemble Livewire. I am I'm I, I identify as female, and you know I've met Livewire and I thought Livewire was great, so I want to resemble Livewire. And then maybe we see that you know Shanhara looks totally different in the true image of who Shanhara really is down the way. So it, it does open up some po possibilities there as well. So um, I was going to say that was that to that kind of connection of Livewire with that is, you know, I feel like Livewire would be a little bit, I guess, I don't know, smarter than Troy Whitaker to have been able to kind of see this stuff that Troy all of a sudden jumped into. So to me, it kind of comes into where it, like, okay, it makes it makes it work for the plot. You know, yeah. what I mean? not necessarily character, not for continuity. Um, so I don't know. That's kind of where, where I, I I thought really was frustrating. Um, you know, I really liked the art um, that Emilio Lasso has been doing, and then the the Jim Toe art is good, but it, it was kind of different. But I think having the Redmond uh, colors stay, you know, consistent helped a lot. Um, but yeah, I just want to bring in that that you know, I hope that. I, I know I've said that before that I thought it was weird that, you know, just some person comes in and can kind of reboot Livewire, but yet Live or Livewire can Sean Hara, but Livewire was in there and couldn't do it. So it just, it doesn't, that doesn't stand with continuity for me. Yeah. No, I, I am totally agreeing, especially when you look at like what Livewire's power set is. And, and probably when that happened in Unity, she's probably the only like character that's prominent within the Valley universe that probably ever could communicate with the armor. Like there's no sense of, of conversation at that point between Arik and the armor, just that it responded to him. Yep. And she probably had a way of like communicating with him and, and doing things. So it's just like those things, those kind of things make sense, you know? Yep. yep. So yeah, let's, so let's give it up, a, uh, jump up at the score. So you get it started. Yeah. You know, I mean, for me, like this is just such a, like, a, it's still a bit of a doubt of a book, you know? I mean, I, I think, like, Troy Whitaker is just not a very appealing villain. And uh, looking at, like, what his master plan is, you know, here in these pages, he's so uninspiring to me, and uh, he's just going to keep people in line. So uh, no Arik, no no real action this issue. It's a, To me, it's a 2.5. It's where I've been the last couple issues with it. The only saving grace for me is that, for one, we've had great art. It's been consistent and we have one more issue. Yeah. So we'll see from there. Yep. And, you know, I'm glad that I finally got, it took me eight issues to kind of get to my point of where I was to where it's a plot heavy book with little character and little continuity or no continuity. Um, and so I'm going to be right there with you. 2.5. I do like the art. I do give, you know, whatever the plot does have serve as a plot but it was kind of a predictable plot within what the characters were put there. So um, I am, I think one, one issue left of this book and then we're, um, we're on to shadow man and we're continuing with Harbinger. Yeah. You know, it's, it's crazy to me. Like I remember like with the beginning, like the first arc, I was like, how the hell is a, a European general sneak into Brooklyn with a bunch <laughs> yeah. of like, like with a bunch of like hard hitting, like weaponry. And I was like, okay, that's like as worse as this book could, could get, you know? Yeah. It's like there was no thought of the Patriot Act at all. Right? <laughs> yeah. It's just not going to happen, right? Like, you know. It, it, was, just, it was just such a weird thing because I think at, back in those days, it was just like, I don't, I don't dislike the book. 
I'm kind of on the fence, but things still kind of make sense to me. You know, like it was, a, it was a decent first issue, but then like, it's just, I feel like after the break, it just hasn't been very good, but yeah. I also felt like the writing was kind of on the wall. Like you knew something had to wrap up. So we'll see what the ending's like, you know I mean? Who knows? Maybe the ending blows us all away. Oh man. Yeah. Um, I'm not signing up for that. I mean, you know what that would actually be? That would be a huge, it would happen, <laughs> right? Like, I, I, yeah. Um, I would be mind blown, but it would have to do some amazing stuff there. So, yeah. well, let's move on to Harbinger two. Let's move on to Harbinger number two. And you know, well, what we would normally do again, if you haven't read it, make sure you read it. Cause it's a, it's spoiler alert. So on this one, Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing with words, Robbie Rodriguez with art, Rico Renzi with colors, Hassan Ostam Alu with letters, covers of Robbie Rodriguez, Nick Varela, and Damian Scott with Audrey Meeker, assistant editor, Lisa Hawkins, and Heather Antos is considered the senior editors on this one. Um, yeah, yeah. You know, kind of back forward, as you look at the first issue with Harbinger 1, and all of the covers and stuff, had this new um, character design. And the only kind of thing I don't like is that we didn't actually see that character design in the book. And I felt like that probably should have been saved until it was introduced to the book, just to kind of have a cooler reveal of it. Um, you know, and it kind of basically, this book here introduced why all of a sudden Pete Stanchek is wearing a mask and wearing a costume. And now he's kind of going as superhero to that degree because the, uh, the warning, right? So another word of the harbinger, the warning um, is out looking for him. And so is like everybody really in his uh, Sayat city that he lives in. So, yeah, you know, I thought like this issue didn't have a, a ton going on as, um, but, it, or no, let me take that back. This one did have like a ton going on, I thought. And I was kind of glad, you know, it was, it was a nice refresh from where I thought Exo Manowar was. Because I mean, like, I feel like if you were like, if you were to pick up either of these books, like the, like if you'd never read a value book, and you're like, oh, I'm going to read Exo 8 and Harbinger 2. You'd probably be like, what the hell is Exo Manowar? But like, you would be like, this book's kind of awesome. Um, yeah. So, I mean, like we, we do see the warning. We see the characters that make up the super team. And uh, they're pretty interesting, you know, and they've got like a pretty cool power set. Pete totally fights it, takes it to him, you know, and uh, I thought it was really cool, you know, like there's there's some cool characters in it. But basically, like these, these uh, the Psyots that Pete is surrounding himself with, they're almost like ghettoized, you know, they're, they're trapped in like one little spot and you know, the, the police come looking for Pete. Someone goes out there to try to be like, Pete's not here. And then Pete has to see this person kind of getting, um, you know, the, the police going after this person. So, like, he comes out of the shadows and, and, and takes the fight to him, you know. And this issue felt kind of um, – it would have felt like weirdly – it would have been a weird book if this would have came out last year, I think, if you would have looked at, like, the news. Like, sometimes when you're trying to escape reality and you're like, I'm going to read comics, I feel like a lot of that would have came right back at you pretty fast a year past some of those things looking at the events of this book it was a little bit different you know 
But I, I do want to say one thing real quick before we get too deep into it, before I even forget about this. I uh, The colorist on this book, who I'm not very familiar with at all, I thought they did an incredible job with the colors. Agreed. I mean, it is just such a vibrant book. In the past, we've talked so much about um, the strength of a good colorist. We're big fans of good coloring on this podcast, you know, uh, as Eric would say. And uh, I do think like this issue, I mean, like you can just see like what a good colorist can really contribute to a comic. The art is phenomenal, I think. I love the look of it, but the colors really take it up another notch. They, they sure do. They, they definitely popped. Uh, and Robbie Rodriguez's line work is phenomenal. Uh, and I did like that they posted that these uh, the pencils to the inks to to the colors to to the letters um, in that splash page was really, really awesome. So uh, I really like the setting that's placed here uh, as far as art is concerned. I like like kind of just the angles that are used, the cinematography to a degree that's used was phenomenal. Um, and you know what? There was one thing. I don't know if I have an image of it. But when they're the police are there and they're looking and they basically kind of have uh, Pete, um, you know, Pete kind of cornered, and they ask to go back to Dysart Street. Did you catch yeah. that? I thought that was cool. There's a nod to continuity. That's things that us geeks like, even though it's like not necessarily continuity. That's a nod to Joshua Dysart. The clearly. nod to the past, though, to the right. valiant past, you know. And Absolutely. you know, the thing is, what that was nice about it is it wasn't like, oh, go to like. Dysart Street, and then turn it like Simon's Boulevard, and then go up the third level of like Shondashani Towers or something like that. You know, it wasn't like a like like I feel like Marvel when they do it. By the time you read all the references, you're just like, I don't care anymore. Like it was cool at first. Like just give me one, and I thought it was handled perfectly here. Josh obviously is such a big deal with with Harbinger. He's gonna be his right. name can be attached forever. So a nice little nod. And that's what I like about Colin and. Um, and um, the creators here is that they really, they, they, they said a lot that they loved the 2012. That was one of their favorite Valiant books was this. Um, so I, I, I dig that about the guys um, that that was something that they were super into. And uh, so I, I applaud that, um, you know, and, and then I like this story of, I, I forget the character's name who comes out and he's spoken and Pete's saying that he reminds him a lot of himself and he gets taken kind of by the by the police in the warning. And Pete's out to kind of like save the day, be a lot cooler minded, you know, really trying to better himself, uh, really scared of his power, really, to a degree. But more control is what it feels like, that this is where Pete's gaining control. It's really Pete's rendition, um, you know, his, you know, just kind of just turning a new leaf, kind of, you know, really redeeming himself. And um, young and then, ago. Yeah. Young ago. Name. Young ago. And then uh Cece seems to be like a, a pretty interesting character too. She throws, you know, she throws in like the you you are really a stranger to me, to be honest. Like chill out. Like it was kind of interesting, like to the first issue. It was like, oh man, she's awfully friendly with this person right away and walking welcoming Pete in. Um, but it it kind of kind of you know lets it know to where that's at. And I feel like the characters um so far it's 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 at a piece where it's it's playing well. Um, I liked I liked issue one, and so far, like issue number two was uh, an an issue that definitely didn't you know knock knock it off, knock off the momentum that one gave us, um, and it sets us up to have 
the in pages Pete in the new costume in the next next issue. So revealed in pages in panel, we're gonna get the the new costume likely in issue three. Yeah, and, and you know, I feel like there was a tagline that we talked about with the last issue where it was like this was like the punk rock Akira. Yeah. And I do still feel like it has that kind of vibe to it, you know, like it does seem to have something really special kind of going on with it, you know. But that's just that's a little bit different, a little bit wild, a little bit crazier than we would normally see. Mm-hmm. Oh, I, I but I mean like it's weird because like I think with like the way the books have been going, like I I loved Shadow Man and I didn't love um Exo Man of War. And I liked and I liked Blood the last Bloodshot series, but I didn't like love the end of it really, you know? Yeah. So I, I think when they announced this, I was just like, oh man, Pete in a costume, and I don't know how I feel about it. But I love the I mean, like these character designs that are in one of the panels, I love. I really like the suit, you know, it's not too over the top. You know, it, it, it just more it just looks like it serves more of a purpose of just hiding his like face, like half of his face at least, you know, than it does really like say like I'm a full fledged superhero. Right. It's more like I, I'm going to be incognito and you wouldn't expect this from me being Pete. Yeah. You know, trying to do the things that I'm going to end up doing. Um, yeah, I, I, I totally, I'm on board. Everything you just said with all of those, you know, it's, you know, with the new books that are coming out in, in, in January, I'm going to be kind of happy uh, with those two, right. Harbinger so far. And then the shadow man number five, they're, they're kind of books that I'm both excited for. So yeah. that's, that's what you need, especially if you're only doing two books a month, you need to make sure you're hitting, you're right. You, you, you need, you know, you can't just get these singles with only two books a month. You, you do need to hit, you know, at least doubles. Right. And uh, you can't just be going for a base on base percentage when you only got two books. You got to play a little bit more. So. Yeah, I mean, let's. I was gonna say, let's stop with the baseball analogy. Guys are throwing in stuff about like the shift, and then like you know, ground will double here and there, and you no. Know, but um, yeah, I mean, like this book's awesome, and I love the art. I love the storytelling. I always feel like with uh, dual creative teams, where you have like two writers, or you know, who's doing plot, who's doing dialogue, is it both? I don't know, but I mean, uh, Colin Kelly and Jackson Lansing, I think they're doing. Uh, awesome job on this book you know like i think like we've, we've seen like what can happen when when you don't do it right already you know we have harbinger renegade you know there's a lot of there's nine issues of that if you want to get disappointed right what harbinger is i think this was the way to go totally yep it's, it's so it's 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 so far removed from what happened before while still saying like hey that happened that's part of the storytelling but we have more to go. We're not just going to rehash it a little bit, you know? So, right. Um, I, I think that's good too. Cause there's, like you said, there's lots to go where you could slowly add in some of the renegades, right? You could slowly add in torque reaching out. I know you love torque um, and torque needs his own individual series. Um, yeah. But, uh, <laughs> but we, you know, it could have faith come in and like, really, I think that's what would make this fun is if you were to add up more books, get more books in, and you have Faith reach out to Pete and come back and then lead into a new Faith book, right? It's really making it work to where it doesn't all have to live in a Harbinger book. Um, you know, I do think a Torkin and a Chris Hathaway have to live in a Harbinger book, but not necessarily like a Faith book. Um, 
Yeah, and one thing I like from the, from the comments, like uh, Todd saying, like, you know, they're trying to let Pete grow up. And I, I totally agree. Like, that's what they kind of need, you know, because I feel like we thought that's what we would get with Renegades. When, like, you would see those images of, like, Pete hanging out by Saturn, just, like, kind of, like, in meditation, in a meditational pose. And it's like, what's going to happen? He's going to be this character who's going to have such control of his abilities. He's going to come back, and he's going to right all these wrongs. And it didn't really go that way, you know? And he, he seems so much more vulnerable than he was before. And so I just think, like, if they can do it, if you can, especially, like, with who knows what the future of these books are, you know? Where it's like, are we going to have, like, you know, eight issues, 12 issues? What are we going to get? Um, I always hope that it's just, like, we get the best of editions of these characters. I think with the way Shadow Man wrapped up a couple years ago, it made it so Colin Bunn's run could be as good as it is right now. And I feel like they're removing that baggage right now on Pete right now so that, you know, if they keep going forward, it's great because then there's not those limitations. There's not those hangups. If the book does have to get shelled, someone can come back to this and they don't have to sit there and like fix the character. So I, I just think like they're, they're totally going in the right direction with Pete and I'm just enjoying it a lot. Yeah, absolutely. It's uh yeah. Yeah, and, and then I'm I'm interested really in learning more about CC, right? Learning more yeah. about this Tayot City. I think it, it it opens up a new door in a way where it works and could allow for you know Harbinger to to breathe. You know, it when I think of this Sayat City a lot though, living here in Seattle as the Capitol Hill autonomous zone that they or that they <laughs> called the chop back uh, after the the George, George Floyd events happened um, in Seattle where they kind of basically kicked out the police and had their own, you know, martial law little area. Um, that's kind of what I see here with Syot City. I see a little bit of this kind of using of, of you know, art imitating, you know, you know, the world, right? And, uh, and you know, there's things there that are parallel for sure. Um, and I hope that we don't get heavy handed into that. But I hope that we get to where uh, it, it speaks, you know, truth to what works within the Valiant universe um, in a way that's not heavy handed um, and still lets us enjoy art. But also, you know, it may have a it may have a plot story to it as well. Um, but yeah, it's kind of what I see. But I see like there could be a lot of options in a place for uh, a cool hero to kind of come from it. And I'm glad I'm glad we get to kind of see it be Pete. So, yeah. So as far as score goes, I mean, like, there's so much of me where I'm like, oh, it's like, you know, probably like a like a 4.25. You know, it's it's still really good, you know. Um, but yeah, I'm, I'm about that's where I'm at. I think with it right now, you know, 4.25. But like, is I'm just really happy with this book. I'm glad that we have like a good Harbinger book again. You know, I'm glad that we. I mean, like, this is just my opinion. Mm -hmm. I'm just glad that we were able to to. Um, I feel like successfully moved past what Dice Hard did. We're not just like he's the only one who could do something with these characters. Someone else could do it too. Yep. Let's say spoilers are done, Don. Um, but yeah, you, you, I think this might be one of the few times. But I'm right there with you. Exact same scores for both books this week. Um, Four point two five. Um, I, I said I still like the momentum of one and where we're going with this to keep it can keep it going. Um, Harbinger to me is one of the core pieces of the Valiant universe that we, we have to keep going. Um, it was off, you know, put out, put away for a while. Same thing with Archer and Armstrong. 
but the, you know, it's one of the pillars and it, it needs to be there because um, it adds a lot of potential with the stories. And if, if you're looking as a, as a universe, um, it's, it's a large piece to it and there's a lot going on to it to have it just kind of be sitting out and uh, everything else kind of running amok. So, um, so yeah, 4.25 and uh, good, good, uh, good stories to be had. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, you know, like you know, I think we're like in a good spot with the books right now, and with you know, EXO is going to be dropping off pretty soon, and uh, and then you know, we got this new, you know, this new year of Valiant, you know, and I and I'm looking forward to this kind of like a little rebirth of the characters, you know. So I'm curious to see what the publishing is going to be like, is it, how they're going to do this, if they're going to still try and just only do a couple books a month, if they're going to grow the line, but. Man, I, I feel yeah. like it's. It, I feel like it's kind of easy to have a bit of a positive attitude about the books. I mean, I know we. I I love Shadow Man from Colin Bunn. Mm -hmm. So I mean, like mm -hmm. for me, I feel like that's going to continue. And from that teaser image that showed like the characters in the universe that we're going to start seeing books from, um, I think it's easy to get excited. You know, yeah. it's got a lot of those core characters that we associate with Valiant, and yeah. we're going to see them. Yeah. Well, and then, you know, I think Scott puts in there, he wants to see an A&A graphic novel. We have Eternal Warrior graphic novel on Kickstarter. That's not going to be till the end of next year. Um, so that's one thing. Um, but yeah. And they hit a $55,000 goal on that, I believe. So um, there should be like tons of extra pages to the book. Um, everybody who took part, I think it's like digital copies of everything that uh, from the, the, the previous minis. Jay yeah. came in with right back. I totally agree. <laughs> I totally want to see what Dan Abnett still has for it. There's a lot to be done there. And that was a shame that sales weren't way better with that book. Um, because Rye from Matt Kent, you know, coming into it to where it ended the last step issue with uh with Dan Abnett was great. That that Rye is uh was on pre-orders recently for uh, a future hardcover that's gonna include Fallen World. Um but I, I wish there was way more there because I I love what uh I love the character Rai and then I'm liking Raijin too like there's a lot to be had there so yeah I totally agree so should we give well, some things away or do you should we is the question <laughs> give me one little second and I'm gonna get us in here. All right. Well, so, saying, Scott Bloom's like, I would totally back a A and A Kickstarter, and I'm like, you know what? I would back just about any Kickstarter at this point. <laughs> I just any Valiant. Well, yeah, because I, I mean, like the the thing is, like, I I know I mentioned this before. It's like when if I when I start having extra money, like I just been I've been buying other books, you know, that haven't been associated with Valiant. It's been kind of nice, you know, because I've been getting caught back up on some books I used to collect a lot, but. Yeah. You know, I don't. My thing is, I don't want to collect a bunch of things anymore. I just want to collect. I'm I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, I just want to collect like maybe at the most a dozen books. Yeah, and be good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, like, and I don't even I don't even know if I want to read twelve brand new books a month. You know, you know and, like, and too many people I've talked to is what got them into Valiant was that it was five or six books and they could get uh, enough comics, but yet not feel overwhelmed, right? And not be like Cotton Marver, Mar Mar Cotton DC, where yeah. you want this shared continuity, but you have to buy 60 books just to stay involved. Yeah. Um, 
I remember the days of buying like 30, 40 books a month. And I was like, I knew everything about going on with Marvel and DC. And I grew up on a Marvel fan, you know, and I always felt like I just knew everything about the universe, everything that was going on. I was like the, the person my friends would go to, like when they had questions about stuff. Yep. And it's like, God, you have to buy like so much stuff to even know. And that's not even including like going to the library and get stuff that you can't afford to buy. It's not, you know, or digital sales and things like that, you know? So it's just like, Valiant always made it easy. I hope we get back to a day where it's like six books a month. You know, I used to remember being like, I wish we had 10. I wish we had 12. I'll be happy when we get back to six. And you know what? That's enough. You know, just to know, like, that's all I need to just keep up with like a, a little pocket universe that keeps me super happy. I love collecting the books. I love collecting the characters. Um. Conventions I go to always seem to have a ton of people who work for Valiant. So like I love collecting the signatures on books. You know, it's a fun, it's a fun universe just to read and collect, I think. Yeah. Yes, indeed. So I'm gonna put this up here and hopefully if you don't see your name rotating around here, let me know. We got Todd, we got Scott, we got Jay Kingman, we got David, we got Tim, we got Sean, we got Don, we got John. So if anybody else is missing there, let, let us know so we can put your name in this uh, will of names here to rotate around and, uh, yeah, run from there. So, All right, so what do we want to do first? Let's do, let's go ahead and do Eric. Let's do whoever's going to get it from Eric first. Does that, that sound good to you? Yeah. Get it going. All right. Five, four, three, two, one. If your name is not in there, it's not in there. Maybe you can get in the next two, but let's go ahead and click to spend. Boom. Who's the winner? Let's see. Tim. Tim, I'm happy you uh, Facebook. put your name in on there on Facebook, Tim. So you got that. Uh, we will have um, we'll have that connected. So you just got a middle cover of a uh, a little bit of a yeah, Valiant Harbinger middle cover. All right. Let's do a next one. You want yeah. this one? Yours or mine? Yours or mine? Doesn't matter. Let's do mine. Let's do this. Another middle cover. Next one will be the the big overall bag. So let's see. Boom. Jake. Oh, okay. Easy. That's an easy one for me. We, me and Jake talk. So uh, congrats. I'll, uh, I'll get your address and uh, look at that thing care of. Cool. And next will be a little bit. Here's the next one that's going to be a, a grab bag. Let's do it and see what we got. One of six chance to win. And dude, there you go, Sean. You get to win, Sean. Congratulations! So, shoot me a uh, Facebook message, J Jeff. Um, yeah, shoot us all a message if you're on there with uh, the Facebook group. Just give us a DM, and uh, we will get that stuff with your address and get that out to you as soon as we can. Oh, boom! Yeah. Um, you know, I guess since we're wrapping this one up, I don't think we're going to end up doing another episode this year. What do you think? 
Dude, I'm, uh, I'm trying to think. What 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 do we have coming? Like, that's where. Yeah. What what what's 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 around the corner? Let me look at the mm-hmm. Valiant calendar here. Because these episodes have been a lot more fun when we do a couple of you know, a couple of issues, you know, and it's a little uh, better than when it's a little yeah. bit more neat, you know. And so, like, yeah, because like next week or what do we have? We have uh, next week we have EXO number nine. Um, and then Harbinger number three is uh, on the twenty second, so just before Christmas. Yeah, and that's um, gonna be a rough time. I'm, I feel like for guys like me and Hoosier who have you know little ones in our lives, and it's sometimes yeah. a little hard to. Maybe squeeze. we try to do one the first week of January. That might yeah. be good. Let's look at the yeah. about the first week of January. We'll try to get the uh, December books out, uh, and then maybe we'll get one in the last week of January too, with the Shadow Man number five and Harbinger number four. So we'll look yeah. at something like that. Go from there. Um, you know, one thing I want to say real quick before we end. You know, I mean, like it, it took us five years. You know, we got two hundred episodes in. You know, and uh, if you know, even just having like one person show up, like it's it's made like a world of difference. You know, I, I love doing these live episodes. Um, you know, we'll see what we can do. You know, and as, and as long as we have books to talk about, you know. Uh, Hoosier and I are going to keep chugging along with these things, you know, and yeah, I, I, the reason I wanted to even give away my metal book as much as it meant to me, and it's just that I always am very appreciative of, of the opportunity mm-hmm. that I have to speak my mind about comics. And uh, we live in a world where like, it's a little easier to do that, you know, like it's pretty easy to do a podcast, I guess, you know, but uh, you know, I wanted to say a big thanks to everyone who, who, who listens, whether you listen later after the, after these are recorded or people who come in and show up, um and chat with us you know i mean it's, it's just it's amazing you know and uh and i want to say real quick before we wrap up it's almost in a year a big thanks to, to hoosier who uh you know i mean he's just he's made this thing look a lot better you know than what eric and i were capable of doing you know i'm really like the lowest common denominator on these episodes you know i don't really offer a whole lot of them like a an opinion <laughs> but, uh, you're the pig destroyer. It's okay. Yeah. You're the pig destroyer. It's on your but, show. But, uh, you know, big thanks to him. Uh, big thanks to Eric, you know. I mean, it's, you know, we're in that mood of, like, reminiscing, you know. And five years ago, you know, it doesn't seem like it was that long ago at all, mm-hmm. you know. So hopefully we just do this for another, you know, five years. Who knows? Who knows what the future holds, you know. But uh, thank yeah. you, everyone who, who, um, who watches, who chats with us the friends we've made because of this, you know, and, and hopefully in 2022, uh, we can make the new normal a little bit more regular normal. Yeah. You know, get back to doing some more giveaways and some more interviews and, uh, and the kind of content that you guys actually deserve, you know, not just what we can give you, but what we feel you deserve. So, uh, thanks. Yeah. yeah and I'm right there with you. Um, you know, as long as there's, and, I, and I'm going to put, I mean, I'll go a step further. As long as there's quality, quality books coming out, I, I know there first thought, I thought second guessing of, you know, kind of, okay, let's bow out. Um, you know, this Harbinger really was good. Um, you know, th- what I've had with Shadow Man recently was good. Um, there, uh, you know, I, I'm actually up for another run of Ninjak, but with that change that's coming on Ninjak is going to be well welcomed. Yeah. Um, I thought the story and the plot there was pretty good. Um, and so there's that. And, and so I'd say as long as there's good, good quality books still coming, you know, that doesn't try to go outside and it feeds to the fan base, 
Um, I think we do need to make sure that we're feeding, you know, that Valiant feeds to the fan base that's here. These people that I'm seeing in the chat, you all here, are people that have been around with Valiant the whole time. There's not, you know, sadly, it might just be that we suck, which might be the case, but there's not new names here. Their names I know, there's name, their names, you know, with Don, Scott, Todd, John, you know, you're all people, Jake, you're all people that I've known for a while. And, you know, 2012 Valiant folks. And, you know, you got to feed to this fan base. Um, and, you know, these are the ones that are coming here. So, you know, you all have been awesome. And, you know, I think that we, we all have, we're a specific group of fans and, if you kind of come towards us, we're going to be your biggest cheerleaders and uh, you, you got to make sure that we're, we're getting some good stuff here. So we got yeah. some great stuff rocking. Yeah. So I hope yeah. that continues and I hope 2012 does what, or 2022 does uh, a good 10 years of this new rendition and 30 years total of since 92 of the first original Valiant comic come kind of coming out and uh, we kind of move from there. Yep. Hey, real quick um, before we wrap this up, I also want to say uh, a huge thanks to Valiant. Yep. To Greg and to Danny and, uh, you know, guys that aren't even there anymore, like Matthew Klein and Emily Hex. Past, present, yeah. Yeah, Dinesh and Hunter and uh, just everybody there, you know. Like, we've had so many people who have helped this podcast out. And I got to see a couple of them this last weekend. Robert Myers over yeah, at Rob, – yeah, Robert Myers, another person, so, you know, who – Support him with his Rick and Morty with James Asmus right now. You know, support those folks. I got to see um, – uh, Alex Ray, you know, who was with Valiant for a long time as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So super, super awesome things that are coming and hopefully uh, we get to see more. So, and yeah, all thanks. Right. Thanks so much for all of them. So yeah. I don't know if there's much more like, you know, you all, you all, you all. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Give yourselves a round of applause. <laughs> Give yourself a group hug. <laughs> Awesome, dude. And Josh, thank you. Glad to be yeah. on. Glad to be rocking and rolling, talking about Valiant Comics. And, uh, you know, and we're on for. And Merry Christmas and Happy Holidays to whoever, whatever you, whatever your, your thing is, whatever dude. your boat is, go float it, you know. That's it. And I always say, just remember, you know, you're special. You're special. At least that's what your mom told you. Yep. So. <laughs>